Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart and Soul right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Yijing Zhao. And we're going to be talking about your hidden gem. What is your hidden gem? How do you find it? She said, what would it be like to leap into your purpose-driven life filled with inspiration and love? What would it be like to claim your harness and ignite magic power and transformation into your higher self? We're all creators of our own lives, yet we are often limited by no one but ourselves. I Ching is an actress, a writer, a creative life coach. She comes from a medical background, her found passion in helping people with their minds and souls. After doing depression experiments on rats, she helps artists and entrepreneurs create vision and tap into their intuition to unlock their potential. And unlocking that potential is what it's really about, isn't it? You know, unblocking the hidden gem. Everybody's chasing it on the outside and people don't realize it's with in you all the time. Welcome to the show, love. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. I don't think people really realize that everything that they're looking for lies within them. Um, and it comes through the universe. It, it's all around us in nature is constantly nurturing and igniting us. We're always so busy chasing an illusion, aren't we? That we don't realize that just slow down, take everything in because that will ignite it within you. Right. That's, that is so true. And I see this a lot in, in all kinds of people, because I help artists and I also help business people. Um, so I see that a lot. Mm -hmm. And I used to be that person too. I was just always running and running and running. I thought I was running towards yeah. something, but actually I was running to avoid fear. Mm. Mm. So, you're gonna get me fear <laughs> no. so you know I was just running and that was like I felt that kind of overworking was like running for life but mm. the truth was nobody was nothing was life-threatening you know it was mm. all an illusion that created in my mind if I didn't get this done I would be blah 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 and the consequence and then you go down the rabbit hole yes yeah we know what that rabbit hole is like. It's oh gosh, that hard was, to uh, get out of. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, really hard to get out of once you're in there, and then you kind of just feel like the soil is climbing in on top of you. And you know, we want to avoid that rabbit hole. We're going to fall on our ass. We're going to have to get back up numerous times. But avoiding that rabbit hole is really, really where we want to go. And then, if you have gone into it, how do you get back out of it? Because, right. you know, depression was mentioned in your entry there. That it's very easy once you're in that rabbit hole to get very depressed and not have any will to come out of the rabbit hole. Because it's comfy. Actually, you know, like if you're victimized for a while and you're used to it mm. and then it's very comfy and it's not 
And I'm not talking about the, you know, sitting on a couch and watching TV kind、yeah. of comfy. I'm talking about the familiarity、mm-hmm. of that sensation of that feeling, and that is a false sense of comfort that you're、mm-hmm. used to. So you'd rather stay there instead of pulling yourself out of it. It always feels like oh, it's too much effort. Why bother it? I mean, you just only kind of end up back here again anyway. Life sucks, and you know if we're going to say that, then that's what's going to be manifested, isn't it? So, you know, the approach needs to change. So does the dialogue. <laughs> exactly. Well, I was just working with a client yesterday, and she said exactly that. She said life sucks. So I just cut her off and I said, "Does it?" She said, "Well, yeah, life does suck." Life does suck, and I said, "Does it?" And then she thinks about it. She's like, "Well, actually, you know, it's just that tiny switch because、yes. you can think, you can keep believing that." But then when you actually think about it, she says, "Well, yeah, I have health insurance. I have a roof over my head. I have、mm-hmm. exactly."、Mm-hmm. So why are you keep saying that? Right. Well, what you keep saying and what you keep believing is what is going to keep happening to you. Yeah. So you know, I say you you need to paint your canvas on how you want to feel. It's not what I want. I want a house. I want a car. I want this. I want that. I want the you know the million dollar husband and all of that. It's not about what you think you want. It's how you want to feel. Exactly. I want to feel secure. I want to feel purposeful. I want to be feel healthy. I want to feel abundant and able to help others. When you can paint the canvas and how you want to feel, that universal energy can match that, and it will open up those doors for you. And here's the thing: I think I used to be in that place. It took me years of heartbreaks and tears、mm. to get to where I am now. But I used to be in the place where I thought. If I could get to the other end, meaning if I could make more money, if I could get bigger roles on TV or film, or if I could get this and that, then I would be much better. I would I would feel much better. I would be in a much better position. So I created that first. Like I had to get that thing. I had to be on the other side. But here's the thing: if you never arrive, arrive meaning how you feel, how you identify yourself. If you never arrive, you will never arrive. Even if you have all those things, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not about the destination. It's not. It's about the journey. You know, it's like look at yourself as as a book of life. Well, you don't want the first page and the last page. It's about the pages in between, all those wonderful、yeah. chapters, all those wonderful ventures and self discoveries and abilities that you you、yeah. discover of yourself. The end of the book is when you exit this earth. So、exactly. why are you rushing to the end? Why、exactly. aren't you seizing each day and living each day? Exactly.、Yeah. Even the bad days have a good reason. You know, even the even the bad days they happen for a reason so、mm. that you can learn something that you have not not learned before. And it might be Or, gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You're an actress.、Um, what kind of roles do you play? And、uh, and when you are playing them, are you? Playing them in some sort of image of what you think they should be, or are you bringing yourself to the role as well? I always bring myself to it. The when I was younger, I think when I first started acting, I might have fallen into the trap of oh, what what do they want? Yes, they being the producers, directors, casting directors, what do they want? So that left me、um, entirely powerless、mm-hmm. because. 
I was not myself in the first place, and I did not trust myself.、Mm-hmm. And I thought I could create something that they wanted. Yeah. When I did not even believe in myself in the first place.、Mm-hmm. So even that came out as some sort of version of me that came out that that was looking good.、Mm-hmm. It didn't feel authentic. Right. And it's never about how good I look. It always about how my performance made them feel. Precisely. So, yeah. If I could not, you know, it's never about. On and honestly, they did not know what they wanted. They didn't. They were just looking, and then until they are putting together this giant、uh, piece of puzzle, until you this piece falls into it. So nobody knows. No. Then you you can only be your best self at that in that given circumstance and just let it go. We we say to everybody, no matter what you are doing in life. Doesn't matter what you're doing. No. Always be yourself. Everyone else is taken. It's you that is the gem. It is you that is the authentic, the abundant one, and you are bringing you to the table and everything. And you can see. I watch a lot of talent shows, and you can hear the people who sing perfectly, technically, and then there's somebody comes along who sings raw. You know, with real passion, with real conviction, that the song means something to them, and you can feel, oh, you're being pulled in. Who are we going to vote for? The person that made us feel. So when you are going into a role, it is what is inside of me that I can bring into this role, because that's when the attachment is there. So、yeah. why why isn't it the same in life? Why are、yeah. we trying to play a role that we think everybody else wants from us instead of just playing ourselves? I think yeah. I think this sense of self. I was like with a client the other day, and he said exactly that. He was searching for himself, but then he also thought, "I heard this nagging voice saying I'm not enough or I'm too much." Like it's always either not enough or too much. Yes, yes. Like there's no middle ground. Of, I'm exactly the, the where I need to be. Bright bowl of porridge, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and he was like. I honestly couldn't tell which voice was my voice and which voice was. I didn't get you. You got it from somewhere else, right? Yes, society's voice. Yeah, society, family,、mm-hmm. you know, whoever that is. It,、mm-hmm. it, if you, if you grew up in that kind of environment, because I come from a very highly collective culture. I was born and raised in China. To answer your question before,、mm-hmm. but everybody thought I come from Wisconsin, which is very. <laughs> Which is very strange.、Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so I understand that, especially as an artist, that we are pursuing something unconventional. We don't have a nine to five job.、Mm-hmm. We are doing something that is considered. We're living a life that is considered a vagabond mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Don't get And, a real job. Settle down. You know, have some security. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> exactly. What、And、is secure nowadays? <laughs> exactly. And especially for me, because I come from a medical background. Like I gave up a very promising career to pursue this, and that just you know, my dad, he was like, "Why did you give up your education? Like, why did you? You spend so many years and." Well, I was very lucky to have scholarships,、mm. so money-wise, that was not an issue. But he was like, "You spend so many years of your life doing that. 
why did you just give it up? But I never thought of it as giving up.、Mm-hmm. I thought of it as part of the journey that made me who I am. And who's to say that playing a doctor doesn't help quite considerably <laughs> because you do know the jargon and everything else? But I don't think anything that we learn in the past, even if we redirect into something else, is a waste of time. No. You take you take the knowledge, whether it's the medical knowledge or the practices. Of being a medical doctor, we always take that knowledge forward with us and apply it to the next adventure.、Um, so nothing is a waste. You know, the、no. waste is if you stop doing anything. But if you're growing, you know, and redirecting, that's okay. You'll take it, whatever you learn、yeah. with you, and whenever it applies, it will be there. I think it's always working. Whatever that is, is always working.、Um, I think the only thing when we think it's not working. Is because we have those thoughts telling us it's not working.、Yes. But when you actually look into it, like like a child with all the curiosity, just no judgment, just look into the things that are happening. They are always working for you. Yeah, always. Yeah, one way or another. One、yeah. way or the other. And、mm. again, I think those blinders that are put on of expectations. You know, you must be to be liked. To to be worth anything, to get anywhere in life, to have any security, you've got to fit in this nice little box. And where I think what we're doing right now is we're obliterating the boxes altogether. Now we can have a structure, yeah, right. We can have a foundation. We can have walls. We can build a structure. We need structure in our lives in order to be able to fulfill or recognize the dream and what it needs for fulfillment. But that is very different from boxing yourself. And quite honestly, that's the rabbit hole. Yeah. Because now you can't get out, and you, no. you know, you, you know, you feel like you're already in your coffin. Yeah, and, <clears> and that's <throat> the thing. You know, it's um, it's just interesting if you hear someone talking about it, and people talk about it all the time. Oh, it's hard to do, but it's hard to do. Like that is the formula that I've、yeah. been hearing all the time. But it's hard to keep to stay positive. But it's hard to. So I would always just ask, is it、mm-hmm. right? Is it? But when you think about it, y- y- your your、um, default mode would to say it's hard、mm-hmm. because everybody's been saying it. Yes, your parents have been saying it since you were a kid. It's hard to you know to to be a working mom and raise four kids. It's hard to、mm-hmm. so you just. You pick it up, and then you think it's Comes hard. Comes part of your programming. Exactly. Exactly.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like brushing your teeth, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, everything is hard in the beginning until you learn. When you learn the process, I'm I'm one of these people that jump into something. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. This is how my whole podcasting started, and my first podcast that I did was live. I pressed all the wrong buttons. <laughs> you know, I did 13 months live, and everything that could go wrong went wrong. Fabulous training ground. I discovered I had more abilities than I thought I had. Exactly. And then,、uh, with the nine years that has grown, it's just become something that really is is totally me and immersed now. Yeah.、And、you allow yourself. Don't go into something and say, "I've got to be perfect. I've got to have it right the first time." No. Because the only person you're going to let down there is yourself. Going with a willingness to learn, a willingness to adapt and to adopt and to discover. If you, as an actress, going in, and they maybe want a Caucasian person, but you go in and you've captured the essence of that character, 
right? And, you know, maybe there's something you haven't quite got yet, but they know in a little while, then that hook will be that they're going to change their mind on who that character is, right? And it's also about creating chemistry, yes. you know, like how you relate to other people. It's not, it, you're not just playing there by yourself. You work with others and they see you playing against other actors and that chemistry there. Yes. And, the, you know, I, I think about when you can truly accept yourself and be yourself, that chemistry will just come out. And of course, you know, some people just don't look like a couple and that's, mm. that's true. And that's okay. You don't have to look, if, if this time it doesn't work out next time, it will work out or next, the time after next. We learn. We, we learn. learn. <laughs> and, you know, and I think it's very important to celebrate each little win. Yes. I was never in that place because I was, I grew up with very critical parents. My dad, yeah. I would, I would get 99 out of a hundred and my dad would look at that one missing point. Yes. That one that, missing thing. That is yeah. very much your culture. I was, I was married to a Chinese guy. Oh, really? And I have three beautiful half um, Asian children. Oh. But, but his, he, you know, it was always about what you're not doing as opposed to celebrating what you are doing yeah and you know none of them have gone down the traditional road whatsoever yeah. <laughs> and it's you know i wanted a lawyer i wanted a doctor <laughs> not in our family you know we're all free free-spirited more more entrepreneurial uh you know or more on either the social work or that coaching type side of things but everybody's doing well and yeah. you know that's the importance and and unfortunately a lot with the asian culture <coughs> is tradition you know and uh, face don't lose face face all right yeah. and it's losing face all the time you know and every that was bought up <laughs> give them that face you know i know and, it, and it's like please you know and it's like don't say too much to to people we can't tell them where i live where we live because it maybe is not the right address and i go i'm not playing this game I'm just not playing it. No. People accept us or they don't accept us and that's mm -hmm. it. But you're up against tradition that's been centuries and centuries old. And, it, you know, I'm born British. You know, don't do your dirty living, living you know, again, face. Don't let people know what's going on. And we can see it's destroying society. It's destroying people. Why are we apologizing for ourselves all the time? Why do we feel we have to apologize? What do are we apologizing for? Somebody for, else's yeah. expectation. <laughs> for women, especially. Yeah. I see this. Well, men, I think men were raised in a way to run away from emotions. Yes. While women were raised in a way to feel ashamed of ourselves. Yeah. The shame and guilt was always there. Yes. Shame and guilt. I, I, Resisting. I, <laughs> I know. And that's, yeah, now looking back, you know, I, when you were in it, you did not know. You just thought something knew. was not right. right. Like, you why? Else. Yeah. Exactly. Like, why am I not feeling right? It's Ooh. just, it doesn't feel right. Like, whatever I do, it just doesn't feel right. Then, of course, if you're coming from a place of shame and guilt, mm. nothing will feel right. Doesn't no. matter. No. Yeah. No. And this is where I think that the big P word, permission. 
you know and especially kind of my generation i think your generation is more that no no this doesn't feel right i'm in search of what does my generation was still very much in the you know kind of don't reveal uh don't let people know how you feel suck it up you know and uh, to expose it is a weakness and what we know now is your vulnerability is your your strength. strength yes and sharing that vulnerability is a gift Right. And so the permission has changed quite considerably, but it's still going to take a while for people to understand they can come yes. out of that shell. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Try to fit an elephant in a snail shell. It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't. And I see this in, um, in, 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 I, I speak as someone who was born and raised in China and came here later by myself. I'm the only immigrant of my family, which is the, it's, yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> Me too. I, I immigrated here on my own. Yeah. Oh, really? But I didn't have the language barrier. So. <laughs> right. Well, I didn't really have the language barrier, but it's the, it was the cultural barrier. Yes. Yes. It was much more than language barrier because, again, that was a feeling thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was in school, of course, I could do presentation in English. I could do this. I could mm-hmm. do that. I, I was like a straight A student, but it doesn't matter. It was I just didn't feel right. Yes. I just didn't feel a part of this culture. And I didn't know what others were talking about when they were talking about certain things. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't really talk to my family either because they did not know. Yeah. And some things just can't, you can't translate humor. You can't, you know, no. a lot of the things are yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it's, it was very hard to just tell them about how I felt. If I felt lonely, right. Mm. Then my parents had a tendency to just go bananas or, <laughs> or I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating or they just get worried. Yes. Cause I'm an only child, mm. which makes sense, mm-hmm. you know? So it's really an interesting journey for me to be not just an immigrant, but also came here, uh, got my master's in public health, and then made this 180 degree switch into arts. And, you know, now um, being an entrepreneur, I don't have a day job, I live, I make a living with acting and coaching. Mm -hmm. It's, um, it's bizarre, but also exhilarating. Exactly. And of course, for them, they're never going to get it. You know, if you want a Nobel Peace Prize tomorrow for the, your work, it's still a bit, you're not a doctor. You know, unfortunately, that's just the way it goes. And, and one has to just accept that. You yeah. know? Um, you're never going to be exactly what they want you to be. No. And, um, but it, you are the one that's living with yourself 24-7. There is no escape. And so you need to be happy with you and who you are and what you're doing. And if you've got a reason to get up every day to go to do something that you love, that is a service to others, because that's what we're here for. We're here to be of service to each other. Exactly. That is exhilarating. That meaningful purpose in life feeds your heart and soul. And your spirit just loves to get into action. And your mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. Right? So it is... It doesn't matter what expectations have been put on you. And as I said, never to feel the guilt because they will never understand anyway. But to go and follow your own path where you feel this is my light. This is where I belong. This is where I can shine the best. 
It's really about feeling where I belong. Yes. I think that's the belonging part. It's just so that I think that goes back to what I said about the arriving. The belonging yeah. is the arriving. Mm. That that is that is independent from whatever you whatever achievement you have in life. I think that's an independent thing. Is that no matter what I do. I have to do it from that place of belonging, knowing this is who I am, and I'm true to myself. And then yeah. that I know that would be the right place. And no matter what I do, as long as I come from that place, I'll be yes. okay. But I've actually a couple of weeks ago did a couple of shows on belonging to your tribe, or belonging to your group, and everybody wants to fit in. They all yeah. want a tribe, but they're trying to fit in something to discover who they are. No, discover who you are. Belong to self first, yes. and then bring yourself, and then find. I say, what instrument are you? Learn to play that instrument, then find the orchestra where you can be in harmony. Exactly. With, right. Yeah. So, but you're not looking to go find people that are going to complete you. Come as a whole package, and then you'll find people that are on the same synergy, on the same wavelength as you. Yeah. So yeah. it's you know we again I think we're always again encouraged to look at things that oh if I do that it will satisfy me or it will complete me or if I belong here I would you know that will do it. Doing good things is definitely going to make you feel good, but you've got to understand why you're doing them. Where's your passion? Where's your calling? You know where's your conviction? Um, because that's where your persistence is going to be. Yes, yes, and I think it's very you know once you once you've found that yeah. once you've started living that way, there's really no way that you can go back because no. that old exactly it just no longer it doesn't fit like it's like you get out of the cage. And now you're standing in the open air, and you look at the cage, and there's mm -hmm. no way you can get back in. Nope. Sorry, yeah. don't fit there anymore. No. Nope. You know, this elephant yeah. is free. The snail shell doesn't <laughs> fit me anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And we're not meant to go backwards. And you know, it's less like leave your past in the past. Well, you can leave your troubles in the past. It, what it is is leave the emotions of the past in the past. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. don't forget your past. It's an indicator and a navigator to your present and your future. Yeah. It's also the great memories and things that you've achieved along the way. Yeah. So it's not about forgetting your past, but it's it's forgetting the leaving the attachment to the emotional pain yes. of the past. That's yes. what we want you to let go of. You know, remembering what happened to you without the pain is liberation. Yes. And it also shows you how far you've come, how strong you are. And it also helps you in anything else that you face in your life. I face that and I survived and thrived. I know what to do in this circumstance. But if you choose to forget everything, I don't want to talk about it, la, 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 la. Then you're you still know? evading that part of, you're still avoiding, you're still not in peace no. with that part of, yeah. And you're, and you're probably going to repeat it. And I think that also, I remember where I was when I was in that place. I was like in this angry mm. phase. I, I think I was first in a victim phase, right? Yes. That was where that everything started as a victim. Oh, this happened to me. Oh, you know. Um, and then once you realize it doesn't have to be this way, but then you had no idea how to change yeah. or how to really break free from it, from it, then you get into this angry, like you have all the energy, but the mm. energy is not channeled into the right place. Right. So you're like, oh, I am so mad at my parents. I, I was in that place where I was just like, yelling at my parents over the phone you know like oh i'm just so mad and then after that 
you just have to really sit down and and you know have a heart to heart with yourself yeah asking where does this lead me or how is this anger serving me it ain't <laughs> it's just a waste of energy yes and that energy is so strong like if i had if i could use it to something to my creativity actually mm -hmm. i would have i would have written a book mm -hmm. i would have well i actually put it into place i yeah. wrote and produced three plays i actually have another reading coming up with a theater company based in california lovely so yeah they're doing it next sunday and i will be rehearsing with them this weekend Wonderful. so we are i think that was when I learned that I was I was having so much anger energy. And that was when I learned to redirect it into my art. Yes. Yes. I mean, the best I mean, I think it was it Meryl Streep. I think it was Meryl Streep. Um, somebody did a wonderful speech of a Meryl Streep when they were giving her award and she, she says she's a thief. She'll watch everybody and then steal that character and put it yeah. into one of her characters. And that's what acting is. There's the core of you must always be authentic. Like we always know it's Meryl Streep, no matter what the makeup exactly. or anything else is. But the character that she gets into, right? And they're very, very diverse. Um, she always brings that character to life without losing the core of her because she does she steals she watches people the mannerisms and this and that and brings it in but that's part of that artistry as you said with the anger with the pain with the disappointment you just call on that and you can bring it into the role and that makes you more human more relatable so therefore more hireable yes so yes. use your emotions. I always say it, our emotions are an indication of how we feel. Acknowledge it, address it. They're there for a reason, but don't become emotional about your emotions. Right. I, I think it's also the thing about emotions and feelings. Emotions mm. sometimes can be unconscious. Yes. But feelings are, you are consciously experiencing your emotions. Yes. So I think that's why, you know, when that's why people tend to, oh, get bottled up because they don't want to feel the feelings. Yeah. But we, what we do is to feel the feelings so that we know they are there. And once we know they are there, then nothing can scare us because you can see them. You can see your fear. Yeah. You can see what's causing the anxiety and stress and whatever that is. You can see it. You know, I think that's like whatever you are, for example, if you are afraid of rats or mouse in, in life, you step into the New York subway train and you will see those rats running. And then you actually see them and you keep seeing them and you're fine. Yes. It's the same They're thing with the feelings. You. They're yeah. more afraid of you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Actually, it brings me to a story of a rat with my brother and I, we, we had a seaside home and there were these steps that would go down to the sand and the water was up against the steps. We were kind of chasing the waves and this rat came out of nowhere and started running into the water and we thought, oh, it's going to drown. So we were trying to chase it out. We'd chase it out and it would run back in and we'd chase it out and run back in and eventually it went in and that was it. And I thought, that's its destination. It was a real learning thing for me and I was only a kid that you can you can't save people who don't want to be saved no right yeah. so there's some people their their destiny is in the water 
and you can't do anything because if you're going to try and save someone they've got to be want to be saved yeah right so yeah that free will a free will i ask for your guidance right but you can't pull somebody out of it otherwise (laughs) exactly and i think that's how i work with my clients you know i if they come to me then i we would do a consult and i coach them but not to the point where I offend them, but, right. you know, but I actually do when I start with this coach, coachy relationship, I actually do just would just tell the truth at yeah. certain points that you just have to do that. And if a yeah. truth, if truth offends, so be it. Yes. It's never my intention to offend anyone. Right. But I just have to tell the truth. Yeah. So sometimes then you will see, oh, they get a breakthrough, Mm -hmm. but then they would pull away because even that breakthrough, that feeling is so strange, so unfamiliar and it's scary. So they pull away. So when they pull away, I would just stop there, leave it completely to you because at the end, I can't want it more than you want it for yourself. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's um, in the years of my coaching, it was always very frustrating because I remember saying to someone, can you define what you're afraid of? Mm -hmm. She goes, no, I'm just afraid of fear. And and then fear has got complete control over your life and you cannot have a life until you face fear. But she didn't even know what she was afraid of. She was just simply fearful all the time. I think that sounds like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was like my first coaching client, of course, because mm-hmm. we talk all the time. And, you know, so I, I still I still coach her every once in a while. If I see things coming up and I would just point that out. Mm-hmm. And my mom is like, you know, I have this little book. I know how much you charge for an hour. I'm writing the numbers down. I'm going to pay you. <laughs> she's paying you in love right right (laughs) and in receptance um i mean good that your mom allows you to do that because it's very very hard to help your family and you know yes and no yeah you know yes and no i think with her it's different because she actually saw therapists and just they didn't work for her Mm -hmm. so she was like what should i do and i said okay let's do this let's try it I'm going to be coaching you and I'm going to just tell you the hard truth. It doesn't matter. I I would not please you. I would not, you know, I would, I'm not your daughter when I'm doing this. I'm just going to, and we know each other so well. Like Mm. I just know her so well, so I can see that. And the good thing is that I don't live with her. She's my family. It's just really easy to dissociate myself from whatever is happening Mm. around her. And I can just tell her the truth. Mm -hmm. And she's now like, no, I don't need therapists anymore. And she, you know, her health has improved and everything. It's she's just like seeing improvements all around. Like it's a well-rounded improvement mm. of her life. Well, again, letting go of the fear, letting go of the anxiety. Yeah. You know, it lets go of the depression. It starts opening out to what is possible. You know, what yeah. if I could do this? What if I could do that? What if it, I could see the sun today instead of just the clouds? You know, the whole perception thing starts changing. And I think a huge thing to, to, to inject into people is what are you grateful for? You know, and you know, is the, the pros and cons list, you know, and you ask people to write down everything that, that you know, you feel is negative. You know, and get them to do that first, all the way down the list. Now go and write everything you're grateful for. Yeah. 
right? And and for a moment, they just don't know what They're to just write. Not to, exactly. Right? Until exactly. it's a, did you get up this morning? Did you have food? Is the roof over your head? Are you able to do this? Are you able to do that? Are you exactly. persecuted? Are you in jail? And No, no, no. So what are you grateful for? And that looking to be grateful, they suddenly start looking around and seeing what else, what's out there. But they've been so entrenched in the misery, they don't know how they to be grateful for anything else. No. No. Exactly. And I have seen this in, it doesn't matter how much money you have. I've seen right. this oh, in, no, no. In, in, in wealthy people. Oh, yes. They would just get so, um, you know, stressed out over their dog digging a hole in their yard, which for me is like, oh. For, exactly. Oh, they would just go, oh, the dog dug a hole and ate my flowers and the dog got dirty and brought dirt into the rooms. And, and I'm like, you know, there are a lot of people who are starving at this moment when you're saying yeah. this. A lot of people are dying. A yeah. lot of people are homeless. And you are so upset about your dog dug a hole and ate your flowers. Right. Yeah. I mean, let's look at all the dogs that have been eaten rather than you exactly. know, digging a hole. So, yeah, I, you know, I think it's very easy. For, I've, I've interviewed a great deal, many people who followed the riches line, you know, top CEO and six figures. And, and they realized that they were being a slave to the job, a yeah. slave to the image. But they can't let go. They, and and it probably took a cosmic two by four for them to just completely redirect and they'll go back to doing something that they loved doing as a child yeah. and they are more enriched and abundant today because they're not a slave to the riches exactly they're doing something they love to do and they're always grateful for the fact of that that cosmic two by four and they go just the only thing is that i wish i did it earlier yeah so yeah money is a wonderful tool it, it is a fantastic commodity. The moment you make money, you're, you're dictator in your life. You, you're poor. You're poor. I think money makes you more of who you are. If you're a generous person, money mm. makes you more generous. Yes. If you're stingy, money makes you, you know, it, it just, uh, it's Reflects. like a, yeah. So it really makes you more. And I don't think, I mean, I, I heard this a lot saying, I actually heard a, a salesperson saying that artists are the hardest to sell. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Because all I do is to invest in myself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. It's part of your craft. Yeah. And it's important to be, you know, in, in any career that you choose, there is always learning curves. Yes. It's not like, well, I know it now. I can rest on my laurels for the rest of my life. No. There is always pivoting to be done. There is uh, um, extension to be done. There's more to be learned in order to keep up with what the changes are in life. And it's the same with your craft. If you're not honing it, then you're losing it. Yes. yes. But it goes for everything in life. Yes. So, but yes, people will go and buy a new outfit, a new car or book a holiday. But when it comes into actually investing money in coaching or, or you know, themselves, Oh, no, I can't do that. I'll just do it myself. Yeah, well, how has that worked for you? Exactly. If you could do it by yourself, you would have done it a long time ago. Yes, and you won't be in the problem that you're in now. Exactly. Right? So we, we as a society are always needing someone else to, to call us on our BS, to help see us when we don't see ourselves, to nurture, encourage, 
lovers, but also give us that good old kick up the butt now and again, you know, and set people straight. We, we've done that since the beginning of time. But nowadays we've become so, you know, independent. I don't need help. I don't need this. I don't need that. We all need the village. We all need that village mentality. We all need to be there for one another. And that doesn't mean it's a sign of weakness. That is a sign of strength to say, this is my weak spot. I need help. Exactly. Yeah. So what kind of clients do you work with? I help artists become their own bosses. Mm. And I help business people unlock their creativity and become artists. That's a good idea. I like that. How do you, you how do you help artists become their own bosses? Is it like their own managers or just taking control of their own? Taking control of their own career. Because mm. a lot of times I find people, and I speak, I say it as an artist myself. I have, te- I have a team. I have agent. I have manager. But I am the CEO of my acting business and my coaching business right i am the ceo like i hire people yeah mm-hmm. i pay them to do the work but i am the ceo a lot of artists don't have the sense of that they are entrepreneurs they, because right. nobody tell nobody no. tells you that and you never learned that from school mm-hmm. so when you actually start to pursue this you still come into the profession with the employee employee mindset right so you're like, I need this job. I need the next job. I need to go from gig to gig to make a living. You're always looking for jobs. You're yes. always, that puts you in a very, you, you never feel enough. Right. If you are in that, you yeah. know. You never so feel secure. You never feel secure because you're always looking for the next gig. Yeah. Um, and I was there and it just totally, ex- it was exhausting. It was unfulfilling and at at certain point I would just started I would just start to doubt my choice of why did I do this in the first place mm-hmm. I'm not fulfilled and then it's really just my mindset of who I am am I just chasing after the gig or I am being a lighthouse knowing that they will come to me yes yes exactly I think also in today's day and age um, I've interviewed a lot of actors that are working actors and they're, they're known for the versatility, you know, their adaptability, uh, but they're also not looking for the main limelight. You know, they're, they're reliable, people have seen them in this role and that role and this role and that role. Yeah, yeah, be good for this role. And the, they get hired based on the work that they've done in the past because they're consistent, right? And that consistency is there. So if people are going into acting that they want to be earning 20 million a movie and be, you know, the next, um, Meryl Streep or or Brad Pitt or anything no they started at the bottom and worked their way up too and but if you're just a working actor that you are you know constantly booked for the next job and the next job and the next job because people like who you are they like what you portray they like also the fact that you have taken control of your own career you're not yeah. just you're not just taking a job for the money and going looking at it afterwards why did I do that you know um Michael Caine did that in Dress to Kill when he was a cross-dresser psychiatrist that was murdering people. And then he said, that one was purely to pay the mortgage. (laughs) Yeah, there might be a job or two that you have to do that, right? But um, that's just paying your dues. But if you stand in your own core integrity and you say, look, here, I am rooted. 
my roots are very, very strong. My trunk is very strong. However, my branches are extremely flexible. But they know the core of you and that you're not going to deviate from that core. I think it makes you so much more um, horrible because they, you know, they know they've got somebody solid there. That's one thing. The hireable is one thing. And how I feel, because I always check in with my own feelings, how I feel is I always think about how I feel first. Yeah. Because I have to stay true, true to myself no matter what. And I think after I figured all this out and after I launched my coaching business, now I can say no to a lot of acting yeah. gigs that I don't see um, strong representation for Asian women, especially, yes. they would just port portray Asian women either as a prostitute or, yes. you know, you get yeah. the idea. Yeah. So I would just say no, or like a victim. I don't see myself playing those parts and I won't be a good fit because I'm no, I'm, you're too you strong know. for that. Yes. You won't be able to portray that. Exactly. <laughs> so I can just say no to those things, knowing that I don't need a paycheck. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, back in the day is that um, there used to be a restaurant called Applause in New York mm -hmm. and it was uh, actors worked there. Right. So they were in between gigs. And so they would work there waiting for the next show. And then halfway through thing, they'd all put down their trays and do a performance for us. It yeah. was great, you know, but they knew their industry. And if somebody got a job, great, off you go, you know, job will be waiting for you afterwards. And, and that gave them that kind of sense of security that they could still right. live and, and everybody would root for each other. And you, you kind of need that, don't you? So, yes. it, so in other words, what you're saying to people is have a backup plan that can sustain you in between your acting jobs. Um, so that you don't have to take the acting jobs you don't want to do. I don't really see it as a backup plan. Right. I it's see just it another as side of you. Thing. Yeah, because yeah, I got asked this a lot that they would say, oh, you're also an actor, like coaching and acting, which is your true passion. Mm -hmm. And I tell them this, and I said, my, the two things, you might see them as very different things, but the core is my why, is my purpose, yeah. and my purpose is the same. Yes. My purpose is to, when I act, I tell stories and I help people, you know, I elevate them from their daily mundane lives. Yeah. And when I coach people, I, I'm also helping them. It's just in a different way. Like right. it's different things, but the why at the core is yeah. the same. That, yeah. That, that's it. Be true to your core. Yeah. You know, to be true to your core, you get to know, you've got to get to know you at the very core of you exactly right and it's not the illusion of you not the expectation of you but the core of you you're inside out and yeah. once you've got that it, it it is your baseline it's your security yes, yes. And, and if you listen to that core it won't steer you wrong no yeah so, yeah i mean there are many people the actors I, i've interviewed they're also novelists you know uh, and i had one yesterday have you seen the geico commercial um with whoop do 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 from the you know from um hip-hop from the 90s the song uh -huh. back again and it was huge song back at the 90s and it's one of those songs that you can just easy sing along to and it's kind of become it's come back and he said i'm proud of being a one-hit wonder i have a song that's 20 years on that still stood the test of time but it also they signed a very bad contract and so what he did is when he went and learned everything he needed to know about contracts so that he could renegotiate, right? So he said, learn, constantly learn 
and now he's acting and voiceovering and doing this and that because he's willing to learn. Yes. That, that is important, isn't it? Be willing to learn. It doesn't mean you're a perpetual student, but you are a student of life. If you find joy in learning and you can constantly create that joy and you repeat that joy and that becomes sustainable efforts and that sustainable efforts will get you results. Yes, exactly. And yeah. um, willingness to participate in one's life. You know, we've talked about that you can't help somebody if they don't want to be helped. We've all got to at some point face ourselves and go, okay, I just can't stay here anymore. I've got to move forward. And then we have to, in that vulnerability, hand ourselves over to someone like yourself and says, okay, I'm going to pull you out of this pit so that you can stand on your own two feet. Yes. And I'm going to give you the skills and the tools to stand on your own two feet for your next chapter in your journey. But it, you see so many times, well, I've decided to come out, but now I'm going to fight my coach on it. <laughs> right you know i'm gonna fight all the way and it's like why <laughs> why are you fighting right. because all you're doing is fighting yourself exactly yeah so you can make it easier on yourself exactly. or difficult that choice is yours it's i i some of my clients would just tell me you know oh accepting is so hard they just say accepting is so hard <laughs> But fighting is also hard. It takes far much more energy to fight exactly. and be angry and be, and be up in arms with someone. Exactly. And which gives you, which gets you the result, which yeah. helps you make, right, which makes you feel better. If you compare that, you can say, oh, this is hard, but then it's, you're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. It's hard either way. Yes. Right. So, so they're like, yeah, I guess you're right. But then the default is, oh, it's hard. Yeah. Except know, uh, it's hard. Why do we have fear? Because we don't understand. Yeah. Right? Uh, why, why do we feel something is hard? Because we don't know how. So when you're willing to face the fear, because I wish to understand what is causing that fear, right? And I understand that it may be a bit difficult to get that comprehension and to release myself, but I am still willing to face that because that's part of your challenge in life to face yes. your fear. Yes. yes, it may be hard initially. A baby standing up learning to walk for the first time is hard. Learning exactly. to drive can be hard. Learning a new language and everything else, acting and everything else can be hard. But once you get the hang of it, right? Once you've mastered it, it's no longer hard. You're no longer afraid of it. But you've got to take those first steps. Yeah. That willingness. The willingness to face yourself. Be called yes. out. You know, it's not an attack. No. It's that observation where we're mm -hmm. helping you to see yourself. Yeah. Right? It's uh, important. Um, I come from an acting background. My mother was an actress. And I used to always be her other parts when she was learning her lines, mm -hmm. uh, which was fun. And I, I did do a little bit of it myself, but um, I'm dyslectic. So whenever it came to script writing, I was terrible. I'm far, far better on just ad-libbing. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I was brought up in that acting world with my mom and uh, my brothers are writers. So we were all kind of part of those arts. And the need to be creative is extremely strong. Yeah. And if you have that creativity in you and you haven't yet found your outlet, do not give up on it. Do not sell out on it because it's screaming to come out of you in one way or the other. You've just got to take that discovery to find out what it is. 
Yes. I mean, you knew medical school, you know, oh, you're going to be an actress and a coach and you're going to give this all up. You wouldn't have believed that, would you? <laughs> but that's, again, that's the thing. At the end of the day, it's what stays true to you that matters. Because you live this life for yourself. Yes. All those people, they are going to leave you. Your parents will leave you. Yes. Your, your spouse, your partners, your children. Your children come from you, but they don't belong to you. No. Custodians. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So at the end of the day, it's just you and yourself. So that is the most important relationship. It is. You and yourself. It's got to be true. It's got to it's be gotta honest. Be it's got to be nurturing. It's got to be kind. It's got to be loving. Yeah. It's not selfish to, uh, to take the journey in loving yourself. Because yeah. when you do, you just exude out. You know, the other benefits in, in acting, the more you've done before you've got to the acting table on your resume, you know, you, you've been th that medical doctor, any experiences, even as a coach, they look at that and go, okay, she's already had this experience. She knows what to bring to the table. So it's like mums whose kids are no longer needing, you know, for her to be at home. Well, what can I do? I've only been a mother. Well, head cook and bottle washer, you know, chauffeur, tutor, nurse, um, you, you know, disciplinarian, sex goddess, you name it. They've yeah. been everything. Yeah. So that skill is within you. Yeah. All you have to do is just change direction and apply it to something that you're passionate about. Exactly. Which is a lot of fun. So you have an audition to come up. As, um, you, are you not in anything at the present moment? Um, well, I did a couple of commercials in the past few months, but things are coming up now and I'm just getting my new headshots and everything and we'll see. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I have it doesn't help the fact that you know, the business has been closed down, especially theater. I have two shows in the line of two theater projects that was, uh, I booked before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So now we're, you getting know, we're, we're getting back to it later this year. And I also have a short film that I booked. We were supposed to do it last March, but we didn't. So mm -hmm. it's also coming back. And then there are more things down the line, but I'm just like, you know, whatever comes my way yeah. and I always have I always have the final say in terms of what I do or not to do you know yes and that's the important thing it's okay yeah. to say no oh well, they'll never totally hire me okay. again you go you know thank you for thinking of me but I know I cannot honor this role yeah they will honor you for for that for, right? exactly yeah. because they know that yeah. you can't bring the best to this role no right if you yeah. If you don't like horror genre, you're not going to go in there and be the slasher and dicer or the victim nope. of the slasher and dicer, right? It's, nope. it's just not what you can portray. So nope. yes, you have to know your niche, which is important. Yeah. Um, and yes, I mean, the pandemic it's shut down theater altogether for a year. Many movies, a lot, I know some did work through it if they had the good budget, but uh, we're slowly opening up and slowly going back. So it sounds to me that you're just going to be piled on top of the other really busy there for a while. <laughs> But, but then again, it's, you know, I always have a say in terms of what I do and what I not do, right? So um, busy is fine. Busy is uh, how you look at busy. Mm. Being busy is what matters. Yeah. You know, if you get carried away by all those things happening, then of course, you will always be busy. Yeah. Your mind will always be busy. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, and 
it's something to look forward to is and, and they're having this is a big thing of like with the pandemic it closed everything down it doesn't mean it's forever for an awful lot of people who is like i can't go to work there is no work right now what can i do what mm -hmm. else can this is an opportunity for me to explore something else and it doesn't mean i have to walk away from whatever it is i love it just means that there is something else i could be doing that um that i equally love and yeah. so that that self-discovery um you know very often it's a gift you've been given a gift of time to reflect mm -hmm. and to review and to kind of renew your journey yeah so it's uh, i know it's very easy to go woe is me but then it's sometimes well if you've been given that rejection you know that doesn't mean it's a, a slap in your face it's just that you weren't right for that role and that very often that right role for you is, is coming up next Right. Yeah. So I would say just stay open and really stay true to yourself, knowing that you are actually the person you want to be. Yes. You are that person. So when you live as that person, things will just happen. And if they don't happen at the time you expect it to happen, it's completely fine mm. because your expectation might not be the best thing for you. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Be willing to discover. I mean, yeah. life every day, there's a discovery, isn't there? Exactly. Every day, there's something to yeah. learn, something to lift up your heart, ignite your soul. You know, something as simple as dogs wagging their tail, kids laughing, trees rustling, you know, uh, people laughing. You know, we, we can get ignited very easily by the simple things around us and it can take us out of ourselves mm -hmm. and recenter ourselves. So mm -hmm. look for what that is and immerse yourself in that when you feel out of balance. Yeah. So how do people get hold of you, A, for your acting and also for your coaching? I have a website, www.yiqingzhao.com. Um, then there's a button for coaching. You just click it and then you can find me from that, from my website. Great. Yeah. Um, I bet people do have a problem with pronouncing the name. <laughs> so, I, I Ching. I put the pronunciation on my website as well. Right. That's so, good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, I've, many a time I have a, a name and say, I'm not even going to attempt it. <laughs> I'll just you can see what your name in there because it's like that long and i know i'm gonna say it wrong and um but that's okay right because how many actors have been told oh no you've got to change your name nobody's going to remember that but having a different name you know it, it, it actually makes you stand out because then they will remember oh the girl whose name we cannot pronounce exactly <laughs> exactly yeah so yes well this is great i'm glad that you you know you found your calling so the acting and and sounds like that's going very well and the coaching um do you have is it a coaching program is it a certain amount of time or do you take it uh, you know um client by client i do take client by client but i offer six months coaching package to make sure that we get the results mm -hmm. i used to offer three months now i don't because three months is where they find they start to see results and then they you, yeah it's very likely to fall back to the old place yeah. so for six months package and i would just let them know that you you know you will have resistance at around that time but you know, I leave it completely up to you, but I would, I would always let them know this is how it works. Yeah. You know, so I help artists. Some people um, coach, some of my clients coach like writing with me mm. too. Um, but then again, everything is the centerpiece is just mm. you. 
Yeah. So, you know, even when I do writing coach, I work from that perspective as well, is how honest can you be with yourself? Right. That goes for the actors as well. And as you say, being their own CEO, the agents and the managers are working for you. For you, yeah. Right. We always think we're working for them. No, no, they're working for you. And so they don't, need to do yeah. Don't just, you know, get desperate and go, oh, I need to get a, this person. I need to get that person. Stand your ground, do your work, market your own work, yeah. make connections. They will chase after yeah. you, I promise. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Be willing to think there is no box and, you know, to do something unusual. You know, something's coming up. Maybe you haven't had the invite to audition yet. Send them in a little video, right? And say, I know you haven't invited me yet, but could you consider me? Here I am, <laughs> you know, yeah. because they like people who take initiative. Don't just exactly. sit back and wait for everything to come to you, no. right? Yeah, just do something, put it out there and then keep doing. And then just, you know, evaluate whatever you've done with curiosity. Yes. Not with judgment, but with curiosity. Yes. And Thank see, you. oh, this is what I did. And this has worked, but this probably did not work. So maybe I should do it differently next time. Exactly. So with that kind of kindness and curiosity, and yes. that will that will go a long way. It is not yeah. a failure because you tried. No. Yeah. It is not a failure because you didn't succeed this time. It's just that it was the wrong time or the, the wrong place um, with the wrong people. And, yeah. But it was all uh, the audition was never a waste of time because it's, been, it's honing your craft. Yes, exactly. Right? Yes. So, please take the word failure out and judgment out and just go, okay, that worked, that didn't work. Or next time will work, you know, it's yes. that optimism. You've got to keep that yes. optimism there, right? Yes, absolutely. And don't take it personally when they no. say no. <laughs> That's a big one. Don't take yep. it personally. No. It's not no to you. It's just no to you in that role. That's it. Yeah. So if you take it personally, you're in the wrong business. Exactly. <laughs> Well, this has been great having you on here, love. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for having me. For stepping into your own honesty your own authentic self and sharing that authenticity with other people, empowering them. It does take guts to, you know, define, ah, here comes my, my tree of freedom, I call it, the ocean and the water <laughs> that pops up in every video, but it's like the waters washing away the old and the wind rustling in the trees there. So um, it took guts and courage to say, mom and dad, I am going in a totally different direction. Uh, but you were true to who you are and your own discovery and that takes a great deal of courage and I'm glad that now you're sharing that courage with other people so thank you so much thank you so folks remember it doesn't matter where you start your chapter is going to be different in your book of life be willing to try something new because you have no idea I'm always bring you to the equation because it's you that people want so until next time bye for now We hope that you enjoyed the show. You will hear many, many shows here at selfdiscoverymedia.com. We have new shows for you out every week. Just find them on our podcast or, or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.